0: Welcome to the Particularly Packers Podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up everybody? Bob Dog checking in with your Particularly Packers Podcast once again with the W Green Bay coming up all day. You know what I'm saying? another win in the books oh man good game good game pretty much all around good game we definitely have some scares on the injury front oh man this goes back to all these um <clears throat> individuals that i kept hearing asking for Jair alexander to play inside we want Jair alexander to play inside if y'all don't recall me bob dog i said Why put him inside? He's going to get hurt. What about when he gets hurt making a tackle when he's inside there getting all that extra contact? Boom, Jahir Alexander just got hurt making a tackle in the open field. You don't want him in there in the slot, man. Told you I should smack somebody. But we're not going to go back to that because, you know, we're living in the present and Jahir Alexander is hurt. They're calling it a shoulder injury and we have no update as of today. Which is very unfortunate. Um, hopefully we get some good news coming our way because Oh, as he went out, you know, this was a week where they definitely tested Eric Stokes. If it wasn't for that interception, he definitely failed um, or got a D. You know, you can give him an easy D on it. I just watched rewatched the film. They were going after Stokes. They were having their way with him. Um, maybe it's lack of confidence. He was just playing off and he wasn't really there. He did get one stop where he actually got a pass deflection. I believe there was one. But other than that, he was just pretty much getting schooled. I believe the dude had like 111 yards, Johnson or something. I forget who it was. Um, He was, he was schooling them. Not even going to lie, they were picking on Stokes. After Jahir got hurt, I saw Isaac Yeadam come in. He was, you know, doing his thing out there, and then he gave up the big play. Once Isaac Yedom gave up the big play, he was gone. He did not see the field again. It was very strange because I saw him make a huge play on special teams down there at the goal line. He stopped a punt at roughly like the three-yard line. Beautiful play. Um, super, you know, I was super happy for him. I've always rooted for him since he came in. And uh watched him out there, gave up the big play. After the big play, he was like yelling about something. He looked very, you know upset i'm not sure if he felt somebody else should have been there or what exactly happened but i didn't see him back on the field after that and mr shamir Jean charles hit the field after that he is a little guy he definitely doesn't have size but you know he showed that he was out there he was running around got a little play time which was good to see um hopefully isaac edom can you know get it together because we definitely need that guy man especially with here looking like he's gonna miss some time Hopefully nothing significant, but I do expect him to miss like a week or two. That'll give, you know, the second, these other backup guys, second string, give him a shot. Um, I'm hoping for Isaac Eatum. If not, we're going to see Shamir Jean Charles. I mean, he's got to get out there too. We don't want him to end up in the shadows like Josh Jackson did. So we'll see. Speaking of Josh Jackson, he's the one that got traded for Shamir Jean Charles, if y'all remember. So. We got to see how that plays out. Um, he did give up a big play down the center of the field that basically got him out of the game. That was very interesting. How about uh, Kingsley Kiki, man? What's up, Kiki, man? Congratulations, my brother. <laughs> big play, big play, man. Y'all notice he got a big play, the play you took Dean Lowry out of there. I'm just going to spit that out there. Once again, If anybody, anybody see Dean Lowry? Dean Lowry, going once, going twice. I believe he had two tackles on the game. One was because he got held, and he basically got held into a tackle. Very interesting scenario. I definitely saw very little out of him. I re the tape, trying to see something. It looked like they got him off the field a little more, like they were trying to get him off the field. I don't know if he's getting tired or they realize that they need to get somebody else in there because having him out of there, Ke- uh, Kingsley Kiki was able to knock the ball free and cause a fumble which was a big turning point in the game. And had Dean Lowry been in there, that would not have happened. I think that's very clear going forward. We need to do something about this. needs to be addressed. Kind of like the middle linebacker scenario that I kept speaking on, that we brought Campbell in, and, man, that dude did one hell of a game. Man, give it up for Mr. Campbell. Man. Go, Pat, go, go, Pat, go. I love his interviews as well. He definitely seems like the one that's definitely not taking the vaccine because he was wearing a master in the whole thing. Not too many of the players do, I don't think, anymore. Um, you know, all power to him. However, he feels in that scenario, I stand with him, but man, he's balling out. He is balling out. I love to see it. Um, we definitely needed that help. It's a great thing. We got him in the door too bad. He didn't have a, very much of a sidekick. Um, he won't this year. Basically we need to get somebody else in that spot. Um uh, Ty Summers, I believe he started in that spot. He held down. What was it? One tackle. I believe he got, um, that was pretty much boo-boo and oren burks came in i believe oren burks made a little more of a splash he got three tackles and like three assists or something he was out there making some plays he was running around at least you know making some type of mess uh that was i mean it's it's very clear folks uh, dean lowry he's gotta we gotta get somebody in that spot or even just get him out of it and get somebody else in there um He's been a Packer for a long time. We love him. We appreciate what he's done, but we need to continue moving on from that spot. Rashawn Gary, he got another sack, man. Congratulations, my brother. I told everybody he was getting 10 sacks this year, and it seems like he's on a roll, and he might be headed that direction. Uh, I might be on to something with that one, huh? i uh, seen Savage running around quite a bit this game. He was running you know, back and forth, didn't put up too many stats, but definitely was there. Um, Adrian Amos, again, another solid game. That dude doesn't miss very much. He's always in it to win it. He's definitely there when he needs to be where he should be and where he's supposed to be. Adrian Amos, solid performance once again. <laughs> All right, all right. Defensive side, who else are we missing? Did I miss anybody? Eric Stokes, like I said, he got caught. They caught at least five, six balls against him that I have written down, but he did snag that INT right at the end. That's going to give him that little boost, and going forward, at least he has that interception, so it makes his overall grade jump up at least a complete letter. So if you were giving him a D, you got to give him a C. If you were giving him an F, you got to give him a D just because of that pick. Vernon Scott got some play time out there. He didn't do very much, but I did see him running around. Um, Shannon Sullivan, he definitely got burned once or twice. Uh, the wide receiver did not catch the ball. He was overthrown, but I saw Shannon Sullivan, just he got burned. I definitely saw that. I want to say he made a pathetic little tackle attempt out there that I watched also, but I don't really remember, and I didn't write it down, so not a good game. Definitely he can use some improvement on his tape. Um, I already talked about Isaac Yedem giving up the big play and getting benched for Shamir Jean Charles. Special team, Isaac Yedem. I already announced what he did. Um, Corey Borquez. I believe I'm pronouncing it right. If not, I completely apologize. But he doesn't seem like a guy that cares much. Seems like a very down to earth and cool dude. And he's done one hell of a job, man. Thank you, Corey. <laughs> For for the punting job you've been doing has been holding it down. Once again, Mason Crosby back at you, man. Everything's on deck at that point. EQ had a holding call. That was pretty big. Equinemius St. Brown trying to come in for MVS being out. He was nothing but a disaster this game. I don't mean that in a bad way, but I mean it in not a good way because he did basically nothing. He had a, a drop in the one that was thrown his way. He definitely, you know, a huge drop. And he had a holding call. Um, it was it was not a good day. It was not a good day at all. Uh, blocked the blocked field goal that should have been. You know there was a blocked field goal. Robert Tanyan did weak as fuck that one. I feel I completely apologize for him on this play. Uh, you go back and watch that play. Two guys ran past him. He did nothing but put his arm out like he was trying to tickle his armpit. Completely unacceptable. Um, he shouldn't have been in for the next play. This comes down to, I don't know whether it's coaching, discipline, what it was. That was completely disgusting by Robert Tunyon and that blocked field goal. That shouldn't have been called back. They just got the jump. Tunyon was sleeping. Um, he didn't get either block. Both of the guys burned him, and it was disgusting. That's got to be cleaned up. Special teams has got to be cleaned up. Um, once again, it comes down to special teams. Special teams. And it's a disaster. It's going to cost us, especially come playoffs when we have the t- the tight games, and you can't mess around, man. This is special teams is not that difficult. If you listen, I listened to Bill Belichick on one of his interviews he just did when somebody asked him about long snappers. If you guys get a chance, go back and listen to Bill Belichick. It just happened, I think today or yesterday, about him him discussing long snappers. It was like a ten minute history lesson on him just breaking down the importance of the special teams positions. And I can't say it better than that guy. Bill Belichick he doesn't talk much, but when he does, it was golden, man. It was beautiful. Check that out. Bill Belichick talking about long snappers. Check that out. And it's amazing. It will redefine why we need to focus on the special teams. And we need to definitely probably 99% sure replace the coordinators. And we need to bring in an outside force. The guy that's there has been an inside guy. Um, we've kept inside 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 it's not working. It's not working. We're not going to bring it, you know, we're not going to promote a defensive guy when the defense isn't working. bring bringing a special teams person to get this thing rolling. Um Aaron Rodgers, good game, my brother. Good game. 20 of 36, 248 with two touchdowns. Um this that's fucking weirdo, man. He's fighting his own demons. I just listened to him after the game and well, you know, all the the people that say this and the haters and this dude, like, I don't know if he really, like, reads comments or if he's really, like, focused. What the hell does this guy focus on? I heard another funny story today. I'm not sure if it's true, but my coworker was talking. We were laughing about Aaron Rodgers, and he said something about his hot young girlfriend, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Is she hot? Like, I don't even know what she looks like, to be honest. I just remember she said something about the Aaron scenario. He was like, yeah, she's hot. And he was like, and you know what the crazy thing is? Danica Patrick introduced them, and then she got her way in. Now, I don't know if any of that's true, but if it is, I thought that was pretty dirty, you know, pretty dirty, but, you know, this is our relationship guru, so I don't really know if that's true or where he came up with this, you know, talking about, but it's very weird because he doesn't even watch football, so I don't know if that's, like, a drama-type thing that his, his. I think his lady watches, like, Real Housewives-type thing. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Skip on from Aaron Rodgers. Let's go to the next... Um, Key on the offense would have been probably A.J. Dillon. I want you to – here we go, folks. Aaron Jones fumbled the damn ball again, man. Aaron Jones and his fumbling issue. This shit's got to stop, man. You looking like trash, bro. I've been telling you since they signed him. I said don't sign him. Keep Jamal Williams. I understand people are like, he never had the burst. Jamal never had that burst. Jamal don't fumble the ball, man. If anybody remembers this last game against Tampa Bay when Aaron Jones just got smacked up and fumbled twice, I think he's had multiple fumbles this year already. What is this, two or three? I don't even know. But he's just constantly fumbling. The guy can't hold on to the ball. Here's the interesting part. He and Aaron um, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon got the same amount of carries, 15 Aaron Jones, before I go any further, your pass blocking has definitely improved. I saw some of that on tape. Let's continue. Each of them got 15 carries. Aaron Jones pulls down 48 yards. That's an average of 3.2. And A.J. Dillon pulled down 81 yards, an average of 5.4. Bing right there, man. And he didn't fumble. God dang, man. I tell you what, man. I don't care who you believe in or what you believe in. Aaron Jones is, I believe, been a mistake and I'll be the first one to say I said it when they signed him and it was only because of his fumble issues. He's had fumbleitis especially in the big games and those issues don't typically go away. They do. You know, we have seen them um Adrian Peterson for example, you know what I mean? There's been people that f- that correct the fumble issue but I don't even hear it being addressed. Nobody's even talking about it. Everybody just looks around it, you know, whatever. Aaron Jones got benched this game basically. He got to come in during the fourth quarter a little later on, but we understand don't give him the ball when the game's on. You know, if I don't trust him. I don't trust him coming out. I don't want him handling the ball at all. You know, it's sad to say, but if you're going to fumble it, I don't even want you carrying it. Um, in my fantasy league, for example, they only charge two points. I told the maker, you, go, you better make that three because fumbling is very costly. You can't fumble. That is step one. I don't care if you go forward, backwards, whatever. Don't cough up the damn ball first off. First off is ball security, and that's key. If he can't do that step, I mean, we got there's, there's a, there's a massive problem there, um, massive problem. We shouldn't have signed him for what we signed him for. We should have. I'm not saying we shouldn't have signed him to a contract, but it was a mistake giving him all that money, and we're seeing it very clearly. I think Kylan Hill can come in and fill that spot and not fumble. Um, I think we have a great offensive line. Once again, offensive line, give it up for all y'all. From Billy Turner to Yash to Royce Newman to, you know, Myers, everybody in there, man. You, you are all holding down. I know I'm missing one of y'all, one of y'all, one of y'all. Newman, did I say Royce Newman? I think I said Royce Newman. Who was the other one over there? We got Myers, Newman. Ah, oh, damn, 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 damn. running. Oh, man, everybody running around out there. Um Billy Turner, we got uh, Yash Neiman. Everybody, man, I think I named all y'all offensive line. Oh, man, good game, good game. I definitely saw Runyon get smashed on one play where I think it was a fourth quarter. We were right inside the five, and his defender threw him to the floor and got the ball carrier, but that was the only real big mistake. I do got to call you out on that one, my brother, but ultimately beautiful game offensive line. I thought you guys did great in pass coverage, run blocking. It is amazing. You want to talk about well-coached? Whatever you guys are doing in that offensive line, whatever spinach you guys are giving them, guys, just keep feeding them, man. You guys are doing awesome on that O-line. I mean, I don't even understand how we're holding it together against these dominant fronts, and we're just still. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is making it out of the pocket. I mean, he's he's staying upright, and he's getting time to throw, and it's, it's been amazing. It's been truly amazing what the offensive line is doing. Whoever the offensive line coach is now I, I can see him definitely being promoted here in the near future. Um there's it, some wizardry going on up there. Uh defensive, I mean, Joe Barry, we're not looking the best. So it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad outing, but I think it was worth just um Ben Roethlisberger could have got us a couple times. It definitely could have been much more of a game. Um Big Ben, uh I don't like to be the one to say, you know, it might be the end of it, but it might be the end of it, man. I think this definitely is last year. I was surprised he came back for this year. Not saying he's the only problem, but he definitely missed some huge shots. Um, it, I mean, this game should have been a lot more competitive had he hit those two or three open ones down the field where he just didn't put him on them. Uh, Juju Smith, I saw him getting pissed off because he wasn't getting the ball, but he was open quite a few times. I mean, it was close. It was close. I mean, we take it away. you know in all the the scoreboard it looked like we just ran away but it was it was hey they were two or three plays away from making this one hell of a game and going forward green bay's defense is getting worse it's not getting better it's definitely getting worse especially with losing jaheer alexander we're gonna be really short we're gonna see what this quarter cornerback battle brings out um I'm hoping Yedem comes out. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if Shamir Gene Charles makes it because he's our draft pick. He's going to be around. So, if Gene Charles, you know, if he can fill them shoes, jump in them, man. We ready. But yeah, They're cleats in this scenario. But with all that being said, man, I just wanted to say, beautiful game. Um, overall, a decently healthy weekend coming out of it. We definitely, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, you did great. Um the post-game conference, whatever you call him, his little speech, this dude's so bent on what outside people say. It's very interesting as for, you know, what people say about Cobb or how Cobb and, this, and what people say and haters this. and is it. That dude is just full of everything but football, which is very interesting and why I love hearing, like, Devondre Campbell when you listen to them talk, you know, and just about the game and you just listen to all these players that are just thankful to have the game and thankful I couldn't t- when I listened to De- De- DeVondre Campbell and him just talking about the opportunity that he has with the Packers in order to like play and be a key player and he was just so thankful for the Packers organization it was it was beautiful to hear it's a complete opposite of what we hear from just our leader supposedly just trashing the organization and just trying to you know collapse it but well you know we've been over that in the off season we definitely covered that and there's still definitely a lot of positivity coming from that room. A lot of it's from the defense. I love a lot of the defensive interviews. Um, Kingsley Kiki, man, congratulations on what you held down. Man, give that to you. <laughs> Kenny Clark was all over the field. I definitely saw you. A lot of double coverage like always, but definitely doing good. Preston, he was in and out with the injury. Um, we had people flying all over. Uh, What's was his name? Garvin. A garden. Or Gar- I think it's Garvin. Garvin, he was out there at 53. You were doing your thing. I saw you no know, no big pressures, no knockdowns, nothing crazy, but I definitely saw you were giving it your all. And we definitely appreciate that here at Packer Nation. So with that being said, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna smother the airwaves today. I just wanted to give you something quick. I'm definitely gonna go over a lot more film. Fantasy wise, folks. I know I read off my players earlier um, on Saturday, I believe, and oh my goodness, I was down going in today. 44 points on my fantasy team. I had two players playing today, which were Austin Eckler and Darren Waller. Darren Waller pulled me down 15. Austin Eckler pulled me down 31. I think that came out to something like, four. what the hell was that? 31 and 15. That's like... What forty yeah, six? Yeah, so I was down forty four because I won by two points, folks. Two twenty six to two twenty four. Brr bing, that's what I'm talking about, man. That's how you do it. But uh, yeah, I went ahead and pulled off that dub, so I'm two and two now in the fantasy. I told you guys about that trade that I made. How I acquired um, I let go of Robbie Anderson, and I also traded away Zach Moss from Buffalo. In return, I got Terrence Williams. I don't even think it's Terrence. It's Tyson. Tyson Williams, who was a healthy scratch today, so that was bogus uh, yesterday. But I got Corey Davis. That's who I was after. Pulled down 25 points for them New York Jets. All of my other wide receivers were pretty much trash. Um, Tyler Boyd, I remember he did pretty good. But other than that, let's see. We got Brandon Ayuk did trash again with two points. Jalen Waddell, six points. Um, and Adam Thielen, seven points. So these guys basically saved me and I won, baby. I got the Packers defense. I was going to run, you know, some other defense. I had the Broncos. I sat them. They got me one point, but, uh, Packers defense, baby, 11 points came through. Thank you all, man. Thank you all. I definitely, you know, going forward, I need to scrounge up some of these wide receivers. I have Sammy Watkins, but he's not putting up consistent numbers. He only put up eight. I do have Kadarius Tony who put up 13 points, a lovely outing for the New York Jets, but mostly because of injury to Shepard and his, you know, counterparts. So we'll see what next week brings. I'll definitely bring it to you guys a little bit earlier. I've definitely, definitely been super swamped. I haven't even been able to get to my Nipple Whiskers podcast because, man, I'm in this NFT game so deep. We got drops going on next week. I, not next week, two days from now. Um and it's just, I'm head over heels and just studying and just getting this thing done. So, definitely, I love the football game. It's it's what I live for. It's every Sunday. And this will not stop. Do not get me wrong, man. I love the Packers. Packers have been part of my life since, whew, what was I, maybe like eight years old or something. I don't know. It was a long, long time ago. But with that being said, I love y'all. Go Pack Go. And uh, I'll definitely check in with you here in about two days. All right. Love y'all. Bob Dog, over and out. Go Pack Go. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening and as always, Go Pack Go!